Hey everyone, welcome to the second episode of the Insert Mood podcast. I'm your co-host, Christine Vo. And I'm the other co-host, King Choi. Welcome everyone. Happy Friday, TGIF, as the folks know. say. I didn't even know it was Friday. Time is a construct now, so. I mean, if we are in the matrix, can I decide to just unplug here and just live with the machines? <laughs> I, I would take that reality. Yeah, can someone just do this autopilot thing for me? Thank you so much. Because I am into this raggedy, chic fashion vibe. I feel like that's my next step. Derelict. <laughs> derelict. Cyberpunk derelict. That's <laughs> Speaking of reality, I've been taking the last week off from work. I definitely say vacation in quotes because I'm definitely not at a destination vacation. I'm just in San Francisco, living at home, but not working. Staycation. Staycation. A staycation. Uh, what the young kids say. <laughs> I think young and old alike have been saying that for a while, maybe. Oh, great. <laughs> And speaking about reality and time as a construct, the idea of having a vacation slash staycation has been something that I have also been struggling with. How do you relax when you work from home and there's no break between your home and your free time? Yeah, um, it's hard. I completely relate to that. I think that's a good segue into... The question that we ask on every episode, which is, if you could insert a mood that encompassed how you're feeling today, about this week, or in general, what would you say? Such a probing question. She's an alien. She's an alien. Doing probing. <laughs> That's the mood. <laughs> I volunteer myself as tribute. <laughs> For my insert mood, I'm going to insert what I call myself right now to be overdone. She's not done, mm. but she's overdone. You know? Like, and... Like, how would you like your steak? How would you like your steak? <laughs> overdone. And, yeah, I think that just speaks to the struggle. Well, I, I've been done with everything. And I think I've also been trying to not be at the same time. So therefore I overextend myself in other areas of my life to try to kind of get myself out of this done hole. That sounds like a poop hole. <laughs> <laughs> done as in D-O-N-E. <laughs> and hole is in a hole. Um, and and the, I think the more I'm trying to do that, like, oh, well, I need to win at relaxing because I, this is my staycation week. You need to win at relaxing. Right? Yeah. And that's, you know, Christine, you know me. And that's, that's, that has been my personality for, for a long time. And especially in the time of COVID where, you know, you're working from home and you're trying to win at working from home as well as kind of keep a sense of life uh, for yourself and those are who you're living with or that you're connecting with when you're not working and you're still staying at home this air of trying to succeed and try to take control of things and do good at work even though work shouldn't be part of your life 
while you're on vacation still hangs in the air. Mm-hmm. And so therefore, I take that motivation, and rightly so, and have that seep into how I participate in my life at home when I am in the staycation mood. So I've been trying to win at seeing everybody when I'm in San Francisco. I've been trying to win at, we talked about that, I've been trying to win at relaxing. <laughs> and it's, there's no winning there. And I think the more I try to chase after that, feeling of winning to, to winning at staycation or relaxing I, it ends up being a it ends up being a detriment to myself and the way that I should be spending my time which is truly relaxing and so I'm just done with being done I'm in this post done world you know like <laughs> post verbal maybe <laughs> I love that I think the concept of being overdone overcooked, what have you, resonates with a lot of us now. We're trying to do the most when our resources are at the smallest they've ever been, (laughs) you know, mentally, physically, maybe financially. A lot of things have been in flux. And I'll insert my own mood. I think it, it actually relates to what you said in a similar way. I've been feeling done as well. I I was also feeling done with myself. It sounds kind of morbid, but I mean it in the sense that this past year has been a huge mental struggle in a lot of ways, in no small part due to the pandemic. And I frankly have had a lot of depressive episodes uh, and have struggled with mental health a lot. And I have been struggling to set boundaries around things, kind of like how you were mentioning boundaries with relaxation, boundaries with work, like where, where am I done? When am I done for the day so that I can move on to something else? It's like, I think, I think it's interesting. You brought up needing to win at relaxation. I, I feel that way sometimes too. Like if I, I'm like, no, I, you know, I did all this work, but now I definitely have to relax. I can't go to bed, like not having had me time. I need to do all these things, but you know, at that point it's late or what have you. And so, you know, there's just not enough hours in the day. And I've, I've been trying some new routines to tell myself that I'm done with things so that I can move on to other things. And I think that's, been really good this week what are some of those routines if i cut in and ask because hey i'm trying to win at some routines right now maybe maybe (laughs) don't tell me (laughs) no you can't know my secrets but on the Um, real though how have you been dealing with setting boundaries between your work life versus your life life (laughs) for lack of a better word yeah real life right what is real life yeah that's a great question. I mentioned this in the in the last podcast if if y'all checked that out. But after quarantine started, after shelter in place got put in place, then my life kind of did a 180. I had very hard boundaries with my life before. It was like I will go to the gym at this time, these times every week. I will be at work these times all week. I will do this. I I had my schedule down to a science. And so I think 
no, I know that this year <laughs> has been an exercise in trying to find what routine and what boundaries I need to set. I definitely am someone who is a bit more on the extroverted side. So I love seeing people and it's it's been difficult not to see people. And so one of the things I've I've struggled with is wanting to see people, but then the boundaries with being on video calls all the time are really blurred. So, you know, you might be on Zoom for work, which is work, but you might also be on Zoom with friends. And so it can subconsciously feel like you're working all the time. So that's definitely been a struggle. I think the video chat, the video call fatigue, I think, you know, they're calling it Zoom fatigue, <laughs> is definitely real. It It's like a very performative thing to be on video all the time, not have the real human interaction. So trying to find what boundaries I have there with video calls has been something I've been working on. When I first started sheltering in place, I I remember my goal was to get on a video call every single day outside of work. It's like, I'm going to do this every single day so I can continue to connect with people. But after a while, I found it really draining. And so that was a boundary I had to put in place. I was like, wow, you know, listen to how you're feeling, Christine. You don't, you're not obligated most, kind of how you were mentioning earlier. I win at connecting with people. <laughs> there is no winning because I felt exhausted. So that's something I've been set in place. I, I know another struggle I had with work is that just the days seemed to really blend together. And so I would find that if, you know, if I struggled to be as productive during a certain part of the day, then I would work really late into the evening. And, and I am guilty of doing that still sometimes, um, but I've gotten better about it. And again, I think it's just a continuous reminder to be like, hey, you deserve some time to relax. You deserve some time to do this for yourself and doing things for yourself can take so many forms. I think, I think that's a good segue into how I've started to set boundaries. One of the ways that I've started setting boundaries and I've found this really effective this week is, I mean, it might sound kind of silly, but I, I feel like it is just a continuous reminder to take time for yourself. Um, I have a daily reminder on my work calendar, Monday through Friday, at the same time every evening. And it's a very kind slash enthusiastic message. <laughs> and it, it very simply says, hey, you, chill out. Or it says, some, no, something, something to the effect of, hey, you, it's time to chill out and stop working. So it's not it's a not screaming a alarm going, hey. It's not a screaming <laughs> alarm. It's just a reminder at the same time every day, Monday through Friday, just to try to have that boundary in place. Stop working. It's not life or death. And please go do things for yourself like make dinner or exercise or just relax and take some time to not stare at a screen for a little bit. And... 
I will be the first to admit that it's not been perfect. I'm very guilty of snoozing that alarm <laughs> sometimes. I'm like, no, 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 15 more minutes. <laughs> but it is a good reminder because I think having it in my mind, like, hey, at this time, that reminder is going to go off. So I need to try my best to finish this thing that I wanted to finish before that starts. I've also been doing a lot of time blocking, which is, you know, that's a literal time boundary. So I've been scheduling time on my calendar and like, hey, from this time to this time, you will be making progress on this thing. And I've, I've, I've tried time blocking before, but I've been trying it in a kinder, more compassionate way this time around. Like, hey, all you need to do is chip away at this. You don't have to like finish the entire project, but you know, just making progress. And I think, I think it's been helpful to just try to be kinder to myself in general, because it's tiring being mean to yourself all the time. Oh, for sure. Something I want to call back to, so I planned my every day of this week pretty much within an inch of my life because I was like, I'm going to win at seeing, I'm going to win at seeing all my friends. I'm going to win at making time for this podcast. I'm going to win at also going to see my mom. And that just became so tiring. And I ended up hitting a wall and that ended up, and that ended up actually fucking up my schedule because I ended up having needing to cancel on you, Christine. I needed to also, you know, take a day to myself because I realized how tired I was. And, but then that ended up creating more issues because, you know, like you said, you were time blocking. So, uh, I, because I canceled that also effed up with other people's schedule. So I think I just need to be honest with myself about how spending my time and making sure that I also block up some of the time in my day for unstructured relaxation mm-hmm. and, and that I don't need to win at it, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to call back to that because that, that just really resonated with me. I think it's interesting, you know, all this talk of boundaries, we try to set our boundaries and we try to be ambitious with what we want to accomplish. And that's amazing. But it's sometimes it's like the boundary finds you. Like you were, you were talking about how you hit a wall. Like you, you hit a, you hit a, sometimes a physical, a mental wall. And it's like, oh, you didn't set boundaries with yourself and your life. Cool. I'm going to set one for you. And then oh, also I just have to tired. give you snaps right now. The boundary <laughs> finds you. <laughs> So good. Um, it definitely found me, honey. It found me with a spotlight. It found me with an extra fuse, like bricks that were sticking out and tripped me up and I fell face forward in it, honey. <laughs> you know, talking about setting boundaries, I don't think it's also with yourself. It's also with the people that you're living with right now. And mm-hmm. the I, my husband, love him a lot. <laughs> This feels like I have Love a plan. Love him. 10 Love out of him. 10. Would stay 10 married. Out of 10. Would stay married to him. <laughs> you know, we're living in a confined space with each other. And also context for those that don't know me, I'm such a caretaker. And also, I hate saying this, I'm an empath. <laughs> but 
I am. I'm, I, At I least you recognize how I, cheesy that sounds. I, how cheesy that sounds. I'm an empath as well as, you know, a compassionate person. And because- That's very true. Um, when I hear that he's having a hard day because he's on Zoom meetings, I can hear what he's saying. And so therefore, I'm sort of taking that on, even though he's never asked, right? He's never asking me to like, hey, I'm having an issue with my day. I need you to solve this. Because but you're hearing that your partner is going through something difficult, you know, being the person that I am, I kind of sort of take that on to try to see how I can help. And I think the boundary that I have set for myself and realized this week, what I need to do is when you hear something and you feel like you should step in to help, just ask the other person whether or not they need help to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. And then let them tell you what they, how you can participate instead of sort of spinning out, <laughs> which I do yeah. like, oh God, I hear all these issues. Maybe I should just do all these things to help him because I realize when I actually do that without asking him the questions, I make it about me, right? And inadvertently so. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh my God, how can I help you? I hear you're doing this. I'm going to do all of this because I think that's what you need. And maybe sometimes the other person is like, hey, I don't need anything from you right now than to just listen to me or just like, hey, thank you that you heard this. There's nothing for you to do right now. I'll let you know if and when I would need any help from you. And that also allows you to sort of be like, okay, there's no help that I can give right now. So I can step away from this until he or she or they come back to tell you that they need help. So it's keeping your space available, but not making the space about you and how you can help. And I think that's how I've been setting boundaries. I think that's a, that's a really important level of self-awareness to have. Um, and I, I think that can be reflected not just in living with someone or you know, in, in quarantine specific situations, but I think also being aware, you know, if, if you have like a family member or a friend or a colleague who's upset, yeah, asking the right questions, I think is, is a really important part of, of helping sometimes. Like, I think something I've learned over the years, when I see that someone close to me is upset is, and, and this, this is also personal because I personally am someone who very strongly dislikes unsolicited advice <laughs> and so it really grates on me when people offer it I understand where people are coming from but I, like because of of how I feel about that when when people are going through a hard time I I really try to be cognizant I, I try to ask something as simple as hey do you what do you need from me right now kind of like what you said do you want me to listen do you want advice do you want a resolution? <laughs> we need Do you a want resolution. to distract yourself? Yeah. Cause sometimes, yeah, some people need different things. And, and I think sometimes people don't even know that those are options until you ask them. They're like, Oh yeah. Uh, actually I would like advice or, Oh no, let's distract ourselves and go do something else. I think that's a great first step because it does take the burden off you as well. Like you were saying, you take on a lot because, because there's assumptions about what people need. Like, oh, and, and I think when you care about someone, all of us have people that we care about. It's like, we want to fix it. We're like, well, if I, if I do this right thing, then I'll fix it. But sometimes you can't fix things. You can only let time do its thing. 
Uh, speaking of letting time do its thing, I think it's about that time where we talk about what is the mood we're inserting for the day coming out of this discussion. Yeah. The idea for me, and I think that might be resonating with you, the word of the phrase that comes to mind for this mood is, is well done. You know, we're, we're so done. We're well done. Right. Um, <laughs> you've heard it rare. You've heard it rare. You've heard it medium rare. You've heard it medium well, but we're well done. Well done. But also I think it's a job well done. I think we've, <laughs> we, we, we had a great conversation, but also it's not, it's not overdone. I know earlier I talked about the sense of being overdone, but having safe space and creating space for yourself to actually do self-care in a way that is constructive and not destructive for yourself and finding boundaries and setting those boundaries to have those spaces to provide yourself with that self-care again that feels constructive and not destructive is something that we're all working on and i'm thankful to have friends even though remotely and digitally <laughs> to have these sort of conversations with including christine with you so yeah, I do feel I'm not overdone now. You don't need to send that back. I'll take it well done. <laughs> yeah, I think the message here is that we're all doing a great job. So yeah. to you, the person listening right now, well done. Well done, you. Know? you. Well, well done. done us. Well done, Well steak. done to all of us. We're doing a great job. <laughs> Please remember that you're doing a great job. Yes. Um, you, you listener, you know, the, you're doing a great job. The the stakes are higher than ever. I see what you so did remember there. That, that was a, that was a a well I done stake joke. That I see funny. what you did there. I, <laughs> I, I, I send it back. Send it. <laughs> send it back. Yeah, we'll, we'll send that one back to the kitchen. <laughs> We're gonna send ourselves out of this kitchen or back into the kitchen as well. Thank you, listeners, for listening to our second episode. We're still figuring things out. We're really glad you're on this journey with us. And speaking of well-done steaks, um, I, I think it's time for me to get something to eat. Is it too early for steak at 11 a.m. in the morning? No, that's why steak and eggs is a thing. You know what? I'm going to go eat steak. <laughs> Excellent. Ah! <laughs> I got to go. Yeah, we'll Thank see ourselves listeners. out of this, this kitchen. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.